morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy hump day. Yeah, we're halfway through the week. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Almost halfway through the month of March. Where does the time go? Man, it really does. It goes so, so fast. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Gold and silver legal, lawful, constitutional tender. You know, that old worthless piece of paper that our founding fathers put together, that's what we do, wealth insurance, protecting yourself against whatever the future may hold. And, man, we got a great show lined up for you today. All kinds of news uh, hitting the tape. Uh, The Dow going to the woodshed again uh, down another 300 points today. It, you know, it's a daily crime. We have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> All I know is every day, 100-plus point moves, uh, almost common, not almost common, it happens every single day anymore. I'll, I'll tell you why that is. Gold and silver, they're just hanging out, chilling, relaxing. The website at allamericangold.com. Uh, make sure you you like us or friend us on Facebook. Check out all the pictures from the meet and greet up there on the front range. We got our new program next week. We will be starting. I got an update for you. Looks like now uh, we're shooting for Monday, uh, but I'm talking to Michael up there. Looks like Wednesday. So Wednesday, the I think that's the 21st, uh, from 3, 3 to 4, 3 to 4 up there in Colorado, uh, we will start our new brand, new show. Uh, Jason and Brian are going to be doing it all. It's going to be good. Man, we're so excited. I got to tell you, we got great. And, and don't worry, Phoenix, or, or wherever you may be listening to we got big, big things coming, and it's not just in Colorado, all over the place. Uh, we are, we're just pumped up here. We got more research than ever. We got more people in it than ever. Uh, Colorado now, uh, you can pick up your products there. You don't have to pay for shipping. We got, we got all kinds of things coming. But before we get to that, I got to get this out because I don't know how long it will last. Today and, and until they're gone, and and it could it could be five minutes. It, it could last the whole show. It could make it to the afternoon. I don't know. Uh, there is one hundred ten dollar Indian, ten dollar Indian right now seven hundred and forty dollars. I've got one hundred of them at six hundred and ninety. That's Fifty bucks off. I've never seen it. I probably will never see it again. But today, you could buy a ten dollar Indian for the same price as a ten dollar Liberty. There's a about a, a fifty dollar difference. And historically, when you think about about the Indians, uh, it's not uncommon for the Indians to be both the ten and the five to be a hundred dollar. You'll never see it in the five because the five dollar Indian, uh, it, it's it's even more expensive uh, 
than than the the $5 Liberty. But here today, and I again, uh, this wasn't just an offer for me, and so that's why I don't know how long it will last. Uh, but there was there's a hundred ten dollar Indians, and you know my feeling about the Indians. This one is Lady Liberty, so this is the what we call the female Indian, the Lady Liberty. She's got the Indian headdress on. Uh, it's a spectacular looking coin. Uh, re- normally they're seven forty for these one hundred fifty bucks off six ninety. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and for you guys up on the front range in Colorado, if you want to make arrangements to have these picked up at at KHNC, you can save yourself on the shipping. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Trade wars are heating up. We had retail sales. We had producer prices, wholesale inventories. We had all of that mortgage application. It was an incredible day for data. I'm going to say it right now. None of it was good. The first month of everybody having more money in their paycheck ended up retail sales down. Uh, one good, I guess if there was a bright spot in retail sales, if you took out autos, then it was, you know, it was, I, I think it was up a tenth if you took out the automobile. Uh, by the way, another problem. Automobile inventory stacking up. You don't know, shock. I told you. <laughs> they just cost more now. All of these rate hikes. Uh, that that was a, a shocker. That was a big miss. They were looking for an increase of of four to five tenths uh, retail sales down third straight month in a row now. That retail sales have been down. But that you know what? That didn't shake the market. It, I mean, it, it did. I guess that that sent the Dow down. You know, about 100 points. Because the Dow started the day up 100. Right now, down 300. We had producer prices. Now, for producer prices, that's a gauge where they look at the, the, the companies as they're bringing products to the marketplace. Is it costing them more? That was a number that was hotter than expectation. In other words... Profit margins are going to get squeezed here, up four-tenths of a percent on producer prices, about double what they expect. Now, the good news was it still wasn't as bad as January's number. So if there was a good part of that, that was it. I'll break down the other reports, and then I'll get to what is really driving this market. In the meantime, during the break, get some of those $10 Indians. 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. Walk. Don't run. I don't want you to hurt yourself. But get to the phone. To put some of these Indians away. You're never going to see it again. 50 bucks off on $10 Indians today. The first time since I've been doing it. Well, since we've been around. We've been in business 22 years. $10 Indians. The exact same price as $10 Liberty, 690 bucks. You're saving $50 a piece. There's only 100 of them available, and like I said, they're, they're being offered to everybody. So I, I don't know when they're going to go out, but once they're out, they're out, and then they go back to regular price, 800 uh, Gold, by the way, $1,326 
Uh, it's off a dollar. Uh, silver's just hanging out as well, $16.55. The Dow's down now over 300 points. A bevy of of data points out today. Mortgage applications down again. Refinancing lowest levels since 2008. Uh, you know, and again, these are the little things that that they don't talk about about when these rates uh, continue to rise. And, and so now, uh, most people, let's face it, right? The, no one's going to be refinancing their homes at these new rates. Uh, another hit to GDP. By the way, uh, Atlanta Fed's updating that. I'll give you a new number. Uh, let's just say it's fallen again on what GDP is going to do. Uh, so we had mortgage applications. Retail sales fell for the third straight month in a row. Wholesale inventories up. Hotter than expected automobiles. Just too many of them uh, drove up the uh wholesale inventories the problem though too inside that number the sales number right uh fell uh to three-year lows so really uh it was not just cars but cars were the biggest piece of it uh, but all over the place there on the retail or the wholesale inventory numbers and then of course we talked about the ppi data uh manufacturers uh paying more again in Jan- or in february not as hot I think January came in at three, three percent. February was two point eight, but still much higher than expected. And and but none of that really had a, the biggest effect on the market. Has to do with China. Uh, Trump, Donald Trump, uh, tweeting out new sanctions or new tariffs, getting ready for more tariffs. Uh, Sixty billion dollars. Uh, in tariffs possible or, or trying to come up with that uh, against the Chinese. Uh, everybody now waiting for Chinese retaliation. Apparently, you no, know, what was funny is, is the company they say is going to get hurt the worst, Boeing. And I've always wanted, you know, we've been talking in years past about the technology that has been given to the Chinese and how they've been working on their own aerospace company that was going to compete with Boeing and Airbus. Uh, And this may be the one, at least, uh, as far as some people think, that is going to be the catalyst uh, for the Chinese to rely more heavily on their own aerospace. Uh, That is really what has led the market down today. Uh, The trade wars are now heating up. People are starting to wonder uh, what's happening. Yesterday we had that, that... I'll I'll say covert announcement, if you will, from the Federal Reserve about the People's Bank of China not being, uh, not conforming to international standards, and we got all of that stuff playing out now today. Uh, More trade war talk. We'll just have to keep posted. Toys R Us, it's over. All Toys R Us stores will close, uh, liquidating. Uh, this is happening today. Uh, they've got over 800 stores still left, but uh, it, it's it's all done for Toys R Us. Apparently, they're they're getting ready to file for liquidation. They missed uh, several important vendor payments and are not returning phone calls. Uh, so, all all of you that uh, like Toys R Us, 
get ready. Everything's going to go on sale, so make sure you get in there and get some. Uh, Toys R Us, all stores to liquidate as the retail carnage continues. Here's what's funny. Do you know that Toys R Us, now according to what they say, that they have 20% of the toy market in the United States, and they can't make it. It's incredible. They can't make it. Uh, 20% of the toy market, of course, again, though, why? Because they were saddled with all of the debts that were out there. Uh, And, you know, I've been talking a lot about these failed states and how all of these people are moving, uh, whether it be to Colorado or Arizona or Texas, and they just don't stop, and they're bringing all their failed policies with them. Get ready, because more are on the way. Out of New Jersey today. The new governor, Phil Murphy, and his state sales tax to 7%, increasing funding for public schools, public employee pensions, and higher education. He also called for higher income tax on the state's millionaires, restructuring of business taxes to pay for, <laughs> to pay for it. In other words, hey, We're going to raise the sales tax. We're going to raise the property tax on the rich people. We're going to raise business taxes, uh, all in the in the name of well, spending more. By the way, his budget uh, a four point two percent increase, and they're talking about raising taxes on everything. Nothing is off the table. Uh, Murphy to hike the state sales tax uh, back to seven percent. Uh, I guess it's at 6.6% there. Uh, That was done in 2016, so now 2018 here, back to 7%. A 10.75% state tax on income over a million. (laughs) Get ready. Last person in New Jersey, will you please turn out the lights? Well, let's face it, the only ones that are left in New Jersey are the people that can't afford to leave New Jersey he said the millionaire tax is the right thing to do, and it's the right time to do it, said the governor. Uh, the the top rate for New Jersey is 8.97%, now going to be 10.75%. But don't worry. It's all coming to everybody, right? Uh, coming to a state near you, all of the... All of the states are all in the same boat. I mean, we can pick on New Jersey, and we pick on Illinois, we pick on California, but we're all right there. How about the latest poll? This one was uh, really kind of scary. It just shows how many people really want to get out of California. And you think about the news we talked about yesterday where they're just... Retreated sewer water. We're just going to mix it in with the regular water. It'll be fine. What? How bad could it be? And the and a new survey coming out of California. Forty nine percent of California's plan to move out of the state, according to the latest survey. How bad is it? Forty nine percent. This isn't. Hey, I. You know, I'm thinking about it. No, this I. We're done. We want out. We want to get out. I don't know how I'm going to get out yet, but I want to get out of here. One in every two people in the latest survey now say that they want to leave the state of California. I'm going to tell you, don't come here. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. It's great when you see buildings popping up and and you you think like, hey, God, this this it feels better to me. Doesn't it feel good? And then you realize what it is they're building, right? There's a new these little patio apartment homes right up the corner from the studios here. You should see them. There's itty bitty little things, but yet you know they're going to charge. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars a month for all the Californians to come and move into your state, and it's only getting worse. Chicago, man, this is all just in one day. Chicago faces a budget gap approaching two hundred and sixty million dollars. Wow, it got even worse. They they it started at 114 million. Apparently, somebody made a math error, and it's now 260 million dollars. Here's here's the new plan in Chicago. The suggestion from Alderman Ray, Raymond Lopez. He's from the 15th ward up there in Chicago. Suggested closing the gap by hiring more ticket riders to bring in more revenue. Yes! (laughs) Listen, they got to get the money from somebody. And it doesn't... Hey, they're going to tax you, or they're going to ticket you, they're going to fine you, they're going to raise the property tax, the sales tax, this tax, that tax, buy a car tax, buy a home tax, rent a car tax, hotel tax. It really doesn't matter. The city would require the, the spending more money, approximately $4.5 million up front. Now, I don't know what they pay a ticket writer. You know, I mean, I don't think you have to have a college education to do that job. I mean, I'm not sure, but, but I, I, I don't think you do. And they say that they need four point five million dollars. Let's just say they paid, you know, I don't know, fifty grand. I mean, you think you'd have to to pay more than that? That would mean that fifty grand. That would mean they'd want to hire a hundred more ticket riders. These new ticket riders would be tasked with enforcing quality of life violations in each of the 50 wards. That means more revenue for the city from enforcing laws on everything from noise violations to not shuffling the sidewalk. (laughs) While they're at it, they can check in on the homeschool kids and make sure they're okay. They'll be perfect. Write a few tickets, check on some kids, write a few more tickets, Make sure you know you got any guns. What what do you got going on here? You know, high ticket inspections. <laughs> Let's you know, I I don't laugh. Probably coming. One of the things expressed to me by my residents time and again is why don't we enforce the laws on the books? Are you kidding me? Why don't we enforce the laws of like illegal immigrants? You know, stuff like that. Why don't we enforce those laws? Why don't we hold individuals in our neighborhoods 
who flagrantly disobey the law, refuse to pay stickers that apply to everyone else in accountability, he told the Chicago Sun-Times. City, City Hall has been known to pass laws with fines attached to them and fail to enforce those laws due to lack of resources. Yeah, so here you go. These super ticket writers, that's what they're calling them. They're sal- oh, I didn't even, re- here's the salaries. I was pretty close. The salaries would range from $36,296. That was really specific. To thirty or to sixty four thousand three hundred and ninety two dollars. Under the proposal, the super ticket writers would cost taxpayers about ninety thousand annually per employee. <laughs> um okay. I'm not sure how we go from thirty six to sixty four to ninety, but you know they're from the government again. The the best jobs in the world are from the from government agencies. Chicago's thirst for free revenue does not come without consequences. <laughs> A boom in bankruptcies in Chicago revealed tickets as the main driver behind them. Yeah, that's Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Phyllis Schlafly often criticized free speech zones on college campuses. This limitation on free speech is an affront to the First Amendment and a scary trend that has escalated greatly in recent years. After many years of abuse by college administrations, we finally have a good report on one free speech zone in the Midwest. A group of college Republicans at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville challenged the constitutionality of the school's free speech policy. Last September, conservative students were informed by a campus police officer that their free speech activity was scaring classmates and that they had failed to secure the proper permission to hold their demonstration. Upon objecting, the students were informed that the university was not considered a public place, and essentially they were not entitled to their speech. The students filed suit with the help of Alliance Defending Freedom. Their lawsuit alleged that the university restricted its free speech zone to less than .0013% of the entire SIU campus and didn't provide any accommodations for student speech outside the designated area. The suit continued that the school's speech policies and their practice of limiting students and student organizations' expressive activities to a single speech zone facially violates the First Amendment. Well, the school has settled with the students, agreeing to pay their attorney's fees and to revise their unconstitutional free speech policies. This is a great victory for students' rights on campus. For years, we have watched the rights of conservative students shrink every year they return to campus. In many parts of the country, any fair treatment for conservative students or conservative groups has all but disappeared. This legal action is a phenomenal step in defense of students' rights. It's no secret that America's higher education institutions are filled with radical Marxists who want to turn our kids against American values. 
For years, we've witnessed how unsafe it has become to be a conservative on campus. This great news from Illinois gives hope that our future American leaders can take back the constitutional ground that has been lost on campuses across the nation. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Do you have a college-bound son or daughter? Do you care about the next generation? At phyllisschlafly.com, we expose the liberal agenda and anti-Christian mindset found on most college campuses and help equip conservative students to stand up for their beliefs. Visit us at phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. coming to a city near you. I didn't know this, but, you know, because we're living in these boom times. Apparently, there's been a boom in the filing of bankruptcies in the city of Chicago. And according to an investigation into why, they're saying that tickets are a main driver behind the rapid increase in bankruptcy filings. Chicago residents have had to face massive increases in property taxes in recent years. They pay some of the highest sales tax in the nation, in addition to 30 other tax and fees. Currently fighting, well, a beverage tax now. I didn't know. So there you go. It just keeps adding up. The pattern of relying on regressive taxes and fees to bail out government's inability to properly budget, <laughs> rather than, you know, actually trying to spend less money. But it's coming. It is so bad. You have no idea. And they've lied, and they've misrepresented, and they've done it on purpose. They've hid the truth from us. It's all coming home to roost. We just ran a $215 billion deficit in 28 days. And that's just at the national level. By the way, just hitting the tape, the Atlanta Federal Reserve has had to walk back in a big way its headline-making forecast And again, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but at the end of January, the Atlanta Federal Reserve, they do the GDP tracker. And the idiot box, Fox and CNBC and everybody, oh, 5.4%. And I told you, listen, they always start high and then it comes back in. And the only reason why it was so high was because they, they based it first off of survey. Right, which the Wall Street loves the survey stuff. It means nothing. But they just today had another revision. The back in January, the central bank was calling for a five point four percent GDP gain. It released the reading just about ten minutes ago. For its widely followed GDP Now tracker. So if you went into your Google toolbar and you did Atlanta GDP, it'll pop right up for you. It slashed its latest projections down to 1.9%. And I'll just tell you, uh, it was at 25 
last week. So now it's down to 1.9. Uh, the original had the original forecast stuck. It would have been the best quarter since the Great Recession ended in mid two thousand and nine. As it stands now, the new number puts close growth closer to two percent, which is about what we've been averaging. And here's the thing: we are creating jobs here. There's no doubt. They're just part time. They're low paying. I'm sorry. I want it to be different. It's not. Now rates are rising. We have, we've got $21 trillion of debt that we've got to sell, and we're adding hundreds of billions of dollars to it every single month. On top of that, the Federal Reserve is trying to unload all the bonds it bought. Rates are rising Home sales are falling. Refinances are down 40%. That's a big part because they count that stuff. Car sales. Now, and in, in, in no move on retail. That one was a shocker. And no move on retail sales. Uh, by the way, J.P. Morgan, right on cue, took its forecast from 2.5% down to 2 Goldman Sachs, they're down to one8 Projections have been coming down with disappointing reads in residential investment, <laughs> houses, you know. in mid-February, continuing through uh, readings that came in less than expected and sliced into all of these other indexes. There was no immediate comment. Well, there's no comment to be made. It's really simple. You, We had a debt problem. Okay, we did. We didn't want the bad players to pay the price. Listen, all of you lost your homes. You lost them. Okay, you lost your jobs. You lost your homes. You lost everything you worked so hard for. Your 401ks got crushed. You paid. Wall Street didn't pay. The banks didn't pay instead they said you know what let's cover it up let's misprice debt so we can cover it up let's double the amount and then we're going to claim victory listen they've run this playbook i don't know how many times right and every time they do more and more dangerous things that lead to more and more horrible consequences for all of us. I hate to see what GDP... I think Donald Trump's right. If Hillary had won, we'd already be in a major recession. He's probably the only thing keeping us out of one. And it's not enough. And now we've got twice the amount... But, but here's the problem. All the cities, all the states, all of these companies are, you know, it's like Toys R Us. They were destroyed by debt. They had 20% of the toy market. Anybody could make it on that, unless they're what? Well, they got bought out on a debt deal and, and got had to pay these, these unconscionable amounts of debt, and now nobody wants to lend them any more money. Why? Well, because the debt market's repricing. And they just won't have the money to do it. 
And now you think about, I mean, that was a thousand stores here today, gone. Just gone. Right? We haven't even, Sears, we're not done there. I mean, it's, it's going to be incredible. It really, really is. I don't even know how all of this is going to work. And everybody's talking about taxing this and taxing that. And, and you know, we just had this great, ta- you know, well, I don't know. It wasn't great. Business got a great deal. But all of us, the tax rates that the ones of us that got one got, there's not going to be any trickle down for that because the states are going to tax it to you anyway. By the way, I got a new number. This was out of Forbes. I know you know because they're that wacko news agency, Forbes Magazine. Your pension is a lie. That's the headline. It's a $210 trillion liability our government can't fulfill. $210 trillion. This is, you know, when I sit there and I try to, I try. I try to get you to understand. I try to get you to protect yourself. We are, this is just any number one of the debt super cycle that I've been warning you about. This is any number one. Wait to hear what Forbes says is coming. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. I haven't been shut out yet. U.S. $10 Indian gold pieces, $50 a coin off from $740 down to $690. The first time in history that I can think you can buy a $10 Indian for the same price as a $10 lib. There's only a hundred of them. This got offered to all the dealers around the country. So uh, I'll get notified when we're out. Haven't been notified yet. So if you want to get in, do it. How bad has it? So remember, I told you we're in the first inning. I'm going to give you an example. This Forbes article was from October. Okay. October was what? October. Let's count. It was the middle of October. So November, December, January, February, middle. Five months ago. Total public debt, $19.8 trillion. That was five months ago. We're about $70 billion from $21 trillion today. Okay? Any number one. Remember what I said? Any number one. It said, now that doesn't, by the way, that doesn't include the Federal Reserve. Because they got another $4.4 trillion. Right, so really, if you really want to to be honest, right, we're we're already above twenty five trillion. This total also does not count the three trillion plus of state and local debt. <laughs> okay, well, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight trillion. By the way, GDP at the time was nineteen point three trillion. The old statute requires the Treasury to issue an, an, an annual financial statement, similar to like a, a corporate report. Okay, The 2016 edition is 274 pages long that they don't want any of us to read. Okay, Part of the why... The, 
Well, there's a, a lot of reasons why it has to be. Think about a financial statement. A financial statement is usually, like for me, I'm a little guy, right? I, I can produce a financial It's one piece of paper, my financial statement. It's one piece. That's it. It's all there. One. One. And recap it all in one simple piece of paper. You're a bigger business. You know, maybe it's five or ten. Never more than that. I don't care how big you are. It's just you're you're bucketing all of your expenses and and all of your costs and then all of your sales and I mean it's just a recap. Two hundred and seventy four pages, and they got little tidbits all over the place. Page sixty three, as an example, it has the seventy five year future liability for Social Security and Medicare. Uh, By the way, the amount that they say the liabilities are exceeds the net present value of tax revenue by $46 trillion. (laughs) Now, that's just Social Security and Medicare. Now, now here's the problem, because that's the government number. That's not anywhere close to reality. We're going to see a big piece of that starting right now. But when you start really digging in to what is really out there, and I I used this, I think, last year. There's There's a court case out there. And it was Fleming versus Nestor. And for those of you that don't remember, Nestor sued because he got deported. Uh, Because they, they, uh, I think he got he got part of the you know part of the McCarthyism era. He was a communist and he got deported, and he wanted the money, his Social Security check. You know, hey, I paid in, and and I want it. And, of course, uh, the Supreme Court ruled that he was not ha- did not have the right to health care benefits just because he paid in to Medicare and Social Security his entire life. There's a little secret there that technically... The government has no legal obligation, according to the Supreme Court, to actually pay it. It wasn't anything to do with him being deported or him getting kicked out of the country. It all had to do with how the law was written. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I just think you need to know. If you are dependent or going to be dependent on Social Security to to fund your retirement. You may need to recognize the future of the unfunded liabilities, which according to Forbes now stands at $210 trillion, And a big piece of that, at least what they're saying, about $50 trillion of that or a quarter of that is Social Security and Medicare, which apparently, unbeknownst to any of us, the Supreme Court already ruled Hey, they don't have to pay. How about that? Isn't that nice? 
888-646-0592. That is our toll-free number in five months. We racked up over a trillion dollars. That is going to be the new normal. Matter of fact, by 2020, it's going to be more than that. And as all of these liabilities pile up, and it's not just at the federal level. I mean, think about the states we talked about today. New Jersey, California, Chicago, Illinois. Right? And everybody wants to get out. Patriot Radio News Hour. There's nowhere to run. All that you can do is get prepared. That's it. Final segment coming up. Yeah, you know what? Don't prepare. Why prepare? What could happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. You're going to end up like everybody else, broke and homeless. I mean, that's just where it's going. Think about You know what? The homeless population is, it's gotten massive here. My wife, just the other day, we were, we were driving uh, the other day, and uh, every I think every underpass now has homeless people on it now. Everywhere you can't, Arlene's, Arlene's, oh, I can see Arlene through the glass, nodded her. I mean, they're everywhere. And they're multiplying. And it's not just one. Right? They're at every corner. And I know I was talking to people up on the front range, and they are talking about the homeless populations in Longmont and Greeley, Fort Collins, and, and it's just got nuts record-breaking homeless populations in California and Illinois. I mean, it's everywhere. I just saw an article. Some guy held up a restaurant with his finger in his pocket and demanded that the waitress call the police so he could get arrested so he wouldn't be homeless. And this is the plan. This is how it works. They're going to bankrupt us all. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't have some wealth insurance, it's going to get bad. It's going to be bad. And I hate to say that. I want it to be good. It's just not going to be. You know this. It's never good when you can't pay your bill. And the United States is turning into one of those. You know when your credit goes bad, what happens? All of a sudden, your, the interest rate on your credit card goes through the roof. The buy, You want to buy a car, it's through the roof. You can't get a loan, you can't get a mortgage. You know how it works, and this is, this is our country. But it's all by design. The ones that can prepare, the ones that put it away, the ones that do it right are the ones that are going to be rewarded. Be that simple, because we'll come out the other side. I mean, make no mistake about it, Right? Countries' currencies go to zero all the time in history. That's what happened. Just where do you want to be in the pecking order when we get to the other side? It's really that simple. U.S. $10 Indians, until they're gone, $690. That's a $50 savings uh, from the regular price. You can buy a $10 Indian for the same price as a $10 liver. I've never seen it. I don't think I will eat ever again. I don't think. I don't know. But uh, 800-951-0592. we got, still got three lines open. Run. You know what? Forget walking. You better run. Run to the phone. Get your order in. Uh, final look at the markets here. 
Uh, the Dow is down 238 points. The, the S&P, the NASDAQ are all lower as well. Uh, gold's down 2 bucks, 13.25. Silver, uh, I guess it's down $0.07, cents, $16.50. Eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. Take the time and get prepared. Stop messing around. What are you waiting for? What you? What we're going to have five percent GDP? It's not happening. One point nine is the new number. Let's hope that doesn't hold up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thank you.